Ari's stomach went crazy there. Holding in a fart. <laughs> <laughs> Child leave survivors. I'm not gonna make it. I'm not gonna stop until I go hide. For child leave survivors, I'm gonna make it. I will survive. <laughs> I won't be blocking. Nice. <laughs> Destiny's Child, I'm a survivor. Yeah. Can I uh, give you a little? Uh, I knew this, what was coming. Well, yeah. yeah. No, you know, want to know why I know? Why? Because, well, this is. Episode what? 34, by the way, but episode 32, when you were reading one of the things you had up, you had your, your notebook sitting bitch. straight up in the air, and I like just saw it sitting there. I was like, well, Destiny's <laughs> Child is coming up next, and I actually tried to read the words as it was going. You cheater. Well, it doesn't even help. Like This came up like we were playing. The last time we were talking about like the game experiences with Eureka and Estrid and stuff like that, I was like, Four child should have the survivor song. I was oh, like, yeah, I'm writing that down. Right. You're like, I was like, we could do this together. And then I knew you forgot because you don't care. Because <laughs> you don't care. <laughs> you just hate everything. Yeah. And and so I just did it myself. Nice. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I know what his next song is, but Man. I'm not going to tell him before. Would you Would you have been more devastated if I would have told you before you started the song that yes. I knew? It yeah. No, I'm okay. glad that you lied yeah, to okay, me good. for as long as you did. I appreciate like, that. I, and I was very tempted right before you were going to sing to just go. Disney's Childs. <laughs> <laughs> that would have sucked. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to Commander Smith. We are the Commander Smiths. Uh, I'm Adam Smith. And I am Lowry Smith. Cousins. That is all. Man, I had a good comeback for that one. Now I forgot it. Ah, it screwed me up. The Nutter Butter one from oh, 32. From two I'm weeks still ago. still devastated. <laughs> still devastated. Two weeks later. Man. Oh, but uh, this is episode 34. 34, yeah. You guys are gonna think this right. is weird that we're saying it, but we literally just finished we're recording just 32. 32. Yeah. So we're just mixing this a little up so everything and kind of balances. It's basically because we want to do the pre-release for 33, and right. then we'll talk about that, and then 34 uh, will be this episode. This episode we're gonna talk about uh, Niv Mizzet the Prunes. So that's uh, our spotlight commander. Spotlight commander that uh, I did because Adam's a slacker, <laughs> and he can't. Man, get I got done. stuff going on. I have, uh, <laughs> and I don't even know how I'm gonna build my deck. I have the idea. And I have to do this in a week, but then I also have to fix the rental property so I can close on it next Monday, Mm -hmm. which actually by the time people are hearing this podcast, I already closed on it. Hopefully if I haven't shit's going to fly. That's all I got to say. I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm totally, this is my understanding. (laughs) And you're supposed to help me with this. And then you're like, my fingers hurt and my my back hurts and my plumbing's clogged and everything. Yeah. There's, there's water everywhere. That's my loud voice. I don't sound like Marge. (laughs) Is that that my, does that sound pretty good for Marge? No, but it's the only thing that was close. (laughs) So yeah, that, as this episode in a nutshell spotlight and then we're also going to talk about uh kind of why we enjoy playing right what um what is what, it about magic it tick for us for us because nobody cares about that and so we're just going to talk about it we've kind of talked about something similar not really no. but like how we got into magic yeah, yeah yeah this is more of like why are we what, still playing yeah why, <laughs> what makes us stick to it yeah so there's and this is interesting because you brought it up as a topic you know when we were texting back and forth yeah. and, I would and i'm like, used to you shutting down all of my ideas and i was like oh that one stuck huh? <laughs> no because i you brought it up and it wasn't until like i was driving around today 
and actually thinking about it and going, okay, what what is it? And I was like, it's developed into multiple things. So it's going to be mm-hmm. kind of a cool discussion. Uh, and then we're getting into, this will be our second episode. Of, of course it is, yeah. <laughs> our second episode of our rotating, uh, rotating specs of cards yeah, yeah. we think so you we'll should pick up. So uh, we'll be focusing on Aether Revolt today uh, and just kind of talking about all the cards that have potential to recover after rotation. And this will be our top 15 cards plus some bulk bonuses that you can pick up as well yeah so, so obviously stick around for the list because love people love that shit yeah and then uh then <laughs> especially we'll when it when it's a round number well it's not really round like then 10 if we 15, have 15 20 yeah. yeah but 15 works kind of we, we can yeah. cut it down to 10 fuck no. it no let's do like, we got 15 we got 15 good cards for you for aether revolt so. roughly no, so yeah, uh, oh, you know what? Follow us on uh, Twitter at oh, Commander Smith. Yep, and then you can email us at commandersmith at gmail.com. There's a lot of ats in there. I know. And then you can YouTube us, which is subscribe, share, or like us on YouTube at Commander Smiths. Yep, it works. <laughs> I, I promise it does. Shouldn't squinty eye. <laughs> there isn't a better way of doing YouTube. Yeah, you just YouTube us, and I promise and someday we will up. have Sometimes videos. Yeah. <laughs> we Stop will have videos. Shit. I don't know what the fuck we're gonna do with. Uh, are we gonna call it battle boxes? I just feel like that sounds so much better than dueling boxes. We can do battle boxes. Yeah, alliteration. Everybody likes alliteration. I know. So that's why I'm like battle boxes sounds so much better. It's like battle bots. So it. all right. So yeah. battle boxes. How the f are we gonna do this? Well, we, I'm we have to come kinda... back and it'll be like two weeks late, and then nobody's gonna care because everybody moves beyond it, and we're still gonna have it. So whatever the fuck. Or what we could do is we'll have Mark or somebody open the box, and then, and then we'll, dub, over we'll dub over it. with Jesus. your voice. <laughs> oh, I really love that card. <laughs> that's, that's that's not my voice. It's not Marge though. <laughs> oh, sweet! Another Shockland. <laughs> Just because I got glasses doesn't mean you gotta make my like that was like Conan O'Brien yeah, nerd voice. Exactly. All right. All right, I'm good at that. Uh, yeah, right. I know. Uh. Uh, it'd be funny to be like that's not Lowry those aren't the same hands yeah. <laughs> like they know your hands Hand, man's hands are manly yeah. and then Lowry they are intertwined <laughs> Lowry and manly the words and personalities I don't know where you're going with that anyways as in I'm an awesome man <laughs> He's a manly man. Manly man. All right, why don't we jump into our uh, our spot spotlight? A spotlight deck. And we just got that little uh, intro there, so enjoy it. Do you want that one slow or do you want that one fast? <laughs> I just it doesn't do we, have to be anything. You want it really slow or you want me to go really fast? <laughs> I just want it over with just as fast as possible. Jackhammer. No. This isn't. <laughs> you feel like uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's you... weird. <laughs> why don't you tell us what uh, what, what commander were or what's your spotlight commander? So I ended up going with Niv Mizzet Perun. Why can't you um, hand me that card? Uh, because it's not out yet. <laughs> this is two weeks prior to release at this point. Um, I so... should have pulled it up for you so you could actually. Do you want to read it off of here? Yes. All right, so Niv Mizzet. So Niv Mizzet, uh, it is a legendary creature. It is three blue and three red, which Ridiculous. is a pain in the ass. God, uh, it's a five-five flyer. It cannot be countered. Uh, whenever you draw a card, Niv Mizzet deals uh, one damage to a target. So it's normal Niv Mizzet thing. Yep, and then whenever. Uh, 
player casts an instant or sorcery uh, spell, you draw a card. So the cool thing is it also works for you. Yes. So I can cast an instant or sorcery, draw a card off that, uh, plus whatever the sorcery or instant is doing. And then you get bonuses if other people are. So Also true. That's pretty sweet in itself. A couple questions. One, have you had a chance to run it through with a fake Niv-Mizzet? in its place um so i've kind of you know i kind of goldfished with it and it's clunky <laughs> to say the least um uh so i can see you going like uh not like i can see you going like spell slinger style um where you're able to like cast a bunch of spells that do stuff and then you're drawing cards off niv mizzet mm-hmm. i did not do that um so this i'm calling this one niv mizzet king of ping um, so I plan on doing a lot of pinging, a lot of pinky. which is binkies not, is what we used to call yeah, them. Not really powerful <laughs> in Commander. <laughs> I'm going to admit. Now, is it going to come off as not threatening in the beginning? You know, like if yeah, because I'm not doing anything. Doing anything. It's, <laughs> it's super clunky. Like me, so like what's I, I what's our what's our main idea and what's our day of dragons? What's our winning? So um, I know we'll get to we'll, the cards. We'll to that, you want to get but, the cards? Uh, so essentially, it's like have Niv Mizzet out and draw a ton of cards, and then just have that doing its damage and picking any target to yeah, kill people. Picking, well, yeah, and generally you want to be just like hopefully killing the opponent. Hopefully people have ignored you, so it's like you know in the twenties, everybody's in their twenties or whatever, out did drinking. You, did you give Niv Mizzet infect? No. What you should. Yeah, but that's a bitch move. <laughs> or on that's your face not- right there, you're like, oh, shit, I could have done that. And this would be a lot easier than trying to get 40 life down here. Good. Good. <laughs> I still... Uh- I still don't want to do that. Hard part is you got to get the infect stuff, which yeah. isn't the colors that you're playing. Well, there, there's a there's a couple yeah. equipment off the top of my head that are. At and least then you, you got the uh, stealing the creature and giving it infect, uh, dude. What is it? The two blue and three colorless. But uh, well, I took that out of the enchantment deck, so I'm not going to play that here. <laughs> so not. all right, why don't we? Uh, Let's start it on. Let's start off. What uh, What do you want to start with? So with this? we'll just the basics. Nobody likes it, but the land. The uh, uh, specific. You want me to read it all? I, I'm running 37 lands that tap for mana, and then also. So you uh, got arcane lighthouse, and then uh, the next one. Uh, detection tower. So those two are pretty important if somebody's running like asceticism, something that protects their creatures. Those two lands take that ability away. So you're able to use niv to target them and still and take be them able out. to get rid of them. It's kind of funny that they use towers as, oh, the spotlight is what makes your hex proof and yeah, now we can see you. It's like, boop. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Every deck should have, if you're drawing any sort of card, uh, Reliquary Tower. Okay. Reliquary Tower. <laughs> I plan, there, there are some little combos in there that allow me to have a ton of cards in my hand, so you keep that. Anytime that you're drawing cards, you need yep. that in your deck. Mm-hmm. That's a must-have. Um, and then the last two. So you have des- another Lighthouse, but it doesn't take... <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> a Lighthouse that doesn't take anything? Desolate, Desolate Lighthouse. lighthouse. And then, was it, how do you say those? Uh, Cephalid. Cephalid Colosseum. Cephalid Colosseum. So these are two lands that allow you to draw cards, um, which aren't necessarily spells, like if you, for some reason, are are out of cards. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, And so that just kind of allows you to cheaply ping cards and draw still with Niv-Mizzet in play. Um, Question for you. Mm -hmm. What about the 
Evan 25 or uh, uh, Masters, Masters 25. 25. So Mikakoro yeah. and then Gaia Reach Sanctum. I, I considered putting those in, um, but with everybody drawing, um, that helps. I, I took them. basically took I took out all of the cards that could help everybody mm-hmm. because I feel like I'm already decently behind in the beginning of the game. Okay. And so if I'm helping them at the beginning, that's really rough on me. And if I'm helping them late game. That that might be something like nail on the coffin uh, theory. You could have those in there. Though. Okay, I did not. So that is there. And then uh, going with some ramp, uh, I think we can just focus on the top couple. Coalition now, relic. Yeah, coalition relic is really good actually. So you can um, so turn three, you play coalition relic, tap it to put that counter on there. And the next turn. You take it away, so you have one mana in your pool. You're able to play a land, and you can, you're can. you basically able to tap five plus the land. You can play Niv-Mizzet on turn four with Coalition Relic. And that's, that's pretty solid like ramp just for one card on turn three. Yeah. And then like one thing that it, you just... I think you want to stay away from uh, artifacts that tap for colorless because it is so mana Yeah, you need red or blue. And so, um, yeah, and so like... I would put in the the is it locket uh, that the that is coming one. out in Guilds of Ravnica, but it's not going to be in my list because I don't have it at this point. But one that is reprinted in this, right? I mean, chromatic is in. Yeah, chromatic lantern is going to be really important because I mean, if I if I need to be so color intensive with Niv Mizzet, I might as well do that across the deck at this point. Like, just play heavy mana costed ones. Uh, then you got the and clue stone, you got yeah, commander sphere, signet, cold and everything steel else heart. pretty basic. Yeah. And then you got your soul ring. Yeah. Uh, so then there's like uh, protection. Uh, so we have thunder most staff. Of it's pretty straightforward. The only one that I kind of wanted to talk about was thunder staff. Okay. So um, thunder staff, one it, or three colorless artifact. And where I've, uh, I've I've actually liked that. Like if you're not in blue and white, obviously if you're in white, you play ghostly prison. But here it's blue-red, and so having that one creature prevent one damage over an entire game, it prevents a lot of life loss, mm-hmm. actually. And at the end, you can pump your team plus one, plus oh, or if somebody else is attacking, you can help them out as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's kind of a underutilized card, and I, I actually kind of like it a lot more than I probably should. You have some counter spells in here, mister. <laughs> I do. I need some type of help in the early game. <laughs> so I'm actually running three counter spells. Arcane Denial helps me draw, force a will uh, for when I'm tapping out late game. And then I also have uh, Is a Charm, which is in my draw spells. Gotcha. Um, and so I feel pretty bad, but I'm definitely keeping those in. And you got your spell skite, which you need yeah. when you have spell a blue. Spell skite, I'm, I put in every freaking deck. Any blue deck that. that is in there. All right, next package. Is Let me see this package, uh, the Larry. Pingers. The pingers. Are they yep. little pingers or big pingers? The binkies. Uh, binkies. Yeah. So we used to call our the wizards that would tap for one damage to target creature or player binkies. Yep. And they they are overcosted and not a whole ton that are very good. So, so do you want me to read them all or do you want me to count and uh, say? Just I'm, read the first couple. I think the others are pretty explanatory. Uh, so we got scalding salamander. So this one's actually kind of cool. Read what it. So it's a two colorless, one red, and it's a two one. You can tap zero. It deals one damage to each creature without flying. Defending player controls play this ability only if it is attacking and only once each turn. So you're like, oh, why is that good? 
It's because That's I have. That's what I'm thinking. I have three equipment that give death touch. Oh, nice! <laughs> and so, like, uh, I want to give it death touch, attack with it, and you kill all of their salamander. <laughs> what a douche! That's pretty cool. Uh, then you got goblin sharpshooter. Uh, again, with death touch, that kills all of your opponent's creatures. And Inferno just Titan. Uh, Inferno Titan also ping, crazy ping, ping, with ping. death yeah. touch. And then you got Niv-Mizzet the Fire Mine. Which is kind of like a replicate of mm-hmm. Niv-Mizzet Perun. Actually, uh, I'll probably switch that to be my commander. After this. <laughs> yeah, because it's just a lot easier to cast on a reliable timing. Yeah, it's the same casting cost, but you have two and two instead of three and three. Yep. So uh, do you want the other ones in there too? Uh, Nin, I think... Nin, Carino, Carinos? God Karanos. of Karanos. Karanos. Kronos, uh, cunning spark mage it has haste. Oh, and you got Grim Lava Mancer in there as well. Grim Lava Mancer is a, a cheaper version of it. Solid. Uh, gonna go into the removal package. Um, Dismiss into dream. Six one blue enchantment. Each or each creature your opponent's control is an illusion in addition. So whenever that creature becomes a target of a spell or ability, sacrifice it. So you're gonna bink it. Yep, you just deal one damage to it, and they have to sacrifice. Nice. It doesn't matter if it's artifact or uh, indestructible. You should be able to get around that uh, hexproof or shroud. And you should be able to start controlling the board real, real easy. Nice. So then you have Basilisk Collar, which gives them the Death Touch. So that's another way to get rid of them. Yep. Sigil of the Sleep. You're doing a damage to the player. Then they get you return. They have uh, to bounce a creature of their, their choice. Is it you just? Damage player return target you get to choose. Oh, you get to choose. Return target creature that player controls to its owner's hand. So you get to bounce whatever you want. Uh, Gorgon flail. Another death touch. Death touch. You and your death touch. Gorgon's head. Death touch. Death touch. Death Hmm. touch. Is there anything else? Oh, you got chaos warp there to bounce. Yeah, that's just removal. Yeah. Obviously, Niv Mizzet wants you to be drawing cards, so I have a ton of cards that deal with drawing. These are going to end up being the permanents. Um, I like having, in my mind, having the permanence in play uh, when you play Niv-Mizzet gets you that instant benefit of being able to uh, ping and draw cards off of that. So, so our you favorite, could probably just run through this Consecrated Sphinx, Everwatching Threshold. We have Dak. Uh, Dak Faden. Dak Faden's actually quite good. So, Actually, do I have? Yeah, I do have Dak. No, I, I don't know. Yeah, I do have Dak. He's from the first conspiracy. Yeah. Uh, Ristic Study, that's your favorite card. Love it. Uh, then we have Arcanus. Uh, Arcanus, the omnipotent, is pretty crazy. And then Mr. Jace himself. Yep. So Jason Mind Sculptor. It's nice to be able to play Niv, draw three, and ping three. It's uh, always nice to play a hundred dollar commander <laughs> or card god commander. doing it again a planeswalker planeswalker let's it's because you have your my commander your commander as planeswalker. planeswalker uh next one are just some uh spell based cards that you know so you have a ton will. of these and yeah. that's just going to work perfect because you'll have niv mizzet out there and you'll be able to draw cards so for brainstorm every... drops you four and then you put two yeah. on top for one blue if niv mizzet's in play and then, well, Sensei's won't work with that, but it's, it's going to set draw. your yeah, top. Yeah, I yeah. think that's fine. And then Curiosity is when it deals damage to an opponent. You get to draw cards. So and so that actually, uh, I probably should have had that in the permanent pile. Sorry, that was my miss. Uh, so if you put that on uh, the Prune, any, either Niv-Mizzet, you're able to draw and ping your deck. So that would be the same one as that guy, too. Yeah, with a, a Fidian Eye. Um, so same it, 
but situation. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Whenever they deal damage to a player, you get to draw a card. And since whenever you draw a card, Niv Mizzet pings, you can draw your entire deck. Now, you could play uh, Laboratory Maniac and just win out that way. Mm. I did not do that. But again, that's a combo that you can kind of win the game with pretty quick. Um, and then you got Faithless Looting, Is It Charm, Reoccurring Insight, which draw cards equal to the number of cards in target opponent's hand and it has rebound. Uh, 4C, Scry 4, I like that card. Scry 4 and then draw two cards. Windfall is always a good card. Frantic Search and then Plea for Power. That is a good conspiracy card. Yeah. So that's, you know, just have a ton of cards because they actually help you in the beginning to search for everything that you need. So And then if you're playing it late when Niv-Mizzet's out there, you're also Extra drawing bonus. another card with it yeah. and doing more damage with it. I like it. And I like then, it. I like uh, it. There are three cards here that also I always help like using this one. off of drawing a ton of cards. <laughs> what? <laughs> you can say it. Locust guy. Oh my gosh! <laughs> what? I mean, that seems like a really good card <laughs> to have in this deck. No way. I mean, it, Larry it's put right a locust god in his blue <laughs> or red deck. There's blue, no blue, way. Red draw card deck. Yeah. There's. <laughs> You look like disappointed. Uh, no, I'm not. I just really think it's hard. funny. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean it's funny? That is a logical if, card if, to put into this deck. Now I know why you chose this deck. You didn't choose this deck because you're like, how can I get to play Locust God? Well, I'm gonna. I'm you gonna know what? That's a really Niv-Mizz. good point. When I was saying Niv Miz at the Firemine could be, I would you're gonna probably make just it play Locust God, God as totally the it. commander. That's probably the best. Do thing you still to do. have your Locust God deck? No, no, no. So this is now your Locust God deck. No, this is my Niv Miz at Prune <laughs> deck. That's how this deck is supposed to be you're, why are you winking at me larry something in my eye uh one that i was like, meaning to say that until i saw locust god he gave it he put it at the back just so i wouldn't see it uh, i'm not that smart psychosis crawler i like this card for any draw engine deck so i have that in my which mccullough deck oh um, yeah that's a candy bar though <laughs> Touche, Lowry. Uh, and then Chasm Skulker, which is a pretty sweet card. Yeah, whenever Anytime. you draw a card, put a 1-1 one, one counter and on it. And then when he dies, you get that many 1-1 one, one squids with Island Walk. All right, and then our last package. The last oh, no three more packages. Cool. Yeah, I mean... You want to look at my package? Yeah. Mind over matter. I believe we talked about this card in your other deck. Yeah, we had. I had talked about it not like with the four blue in the cost being too tough to put in my. S-word but when deck. you're playing it in this deck, but one more blue in a Niv Mizzet deck. Yeah. That's three well, blue, three red. Let's be honest. When you change it over to your Locust God deck, this is like first cut, right? No. <laughs> No, well, okay, so this is perfect in here because if you put it, Curiosity and Ophidian Eye on just a regular pinger, become you get to go through your as far in your deck as the card you need mm-hmm. because you can you ping, gain a life, and then uh, draw a card with the Curiosity Mind over or Mind over Matter. You discard one of the cards in your hand to untap it, rinse, repeat, do it as much as you want. Uh, also works great with. Uh, um arcanus the omnipotent and then just other like if you want to attack with a bigger creature then you can just file through and find what you need yep and then you have intruder alarm so Again, this is another card that i cut from estrid but with this uh having multiple cards that tap for an effect and then being able to do it again yeah. yeah and so the other the other thing to notice with that is if somebody's putting a bunch of tokens into play at one time so like let's say they go 
put four one ones into play. That triggers four times. Oh, okay, yeah. And so you're able to go ping, 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 ping. ping kill, and, kill, kill, kill. And you could kill, yeah, all the one ones if they're one ones, or um, if you have multiple pingers out, you can do it as many times as necessary. And then an Eldrazi, Kozilek Butcher of Truth, a <laughs> Butcher. <laughs> Boris, go back to Russia. <laughs> Uh, I see why I have that in there because you're drawing four cards when you play this. Yeah, well, it's it's on theme a little bit, but really, um, if you have curiosity on Niv Mizzet, you can draw your whole deck and only kill like one person, and maybe have two that aren't dead. Mm -hmm. And so being able to reshuffle reshuffle everything and do it again. Yeah, and that's funny that you do that because when I'm doing that with decks like this, where I'm drawing and whatever, possibly drawing my whole deck out. That's why sometimes I'd like to throw those Eldrazi yeah. in there just so if you have the ability of reshuffling when it goes in your graveyard, that's always freaking nice to have. So so we'll we'll have... It's uh, a death touch freaking mania because that thing's... Yeah, so this is going to be grindy as shit because it's going to be just like ping, 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 just one damage. It's going to be grindy sure that... until you get that combo to work because then yeah, you'll just wipe the yeah. board and then it's going to be game over and everybody's going to be like, Lowry, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> That is the hope. That is your your typical game. Um, and then I can just switch it over to Locust God deck, and I think it'll be yeah, that'll be. Then nobody's going to be mad about it. Yeah. Um, but one one thing that ends up happening, like when I was, it's like you you have to debate with yourself during the game. It's just like I can play. I have a ton of draw spells in there, but then you're you're using them for when Niv Mizzet isn't out. Right. And so if you're doing you really, that, you're hoping you're drawing more of into it. And you really don't have an issue with this, but really to use those you'd be only using them if you're like lacking the land that you need sure yeah otherwise, otherwise you're holding you just on to hold those. on and then those uh those protection pieces are really important right um and so i might have to play around with it maybe get some cheap walls in there to allow me to survive those early games just kind of depends on how you could throw that custom. new wall in there i could because there's some more pinging abilities. Yeah. Yammer jammer. No, oh, that's right. No. <laughs> Electrostatic But something. that might actually fit perfect in there for yeah. a two drop. Uh, gives you a blocker um, anytime and, you're... And like some other like blue red ones that I really enjoy working with is Wall of Stone. Thank you, Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy, uh, yeah. Uh, Ether Membrane is something that I like using. Can uh, we go back to that Wall of Stone and tell the story of that Wall really of quick? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to tell it? Because uh, You're the one that did it, but okay. basically, isn't it, you were going through his deck and you were just like... No, well, it's... Well, it, it there was the part before that. So, um, so Jeremy's playing a Mo- Mogus deck, uh, which is the Red Black God, and he plays Wall of Stone. And I'm like, why the hell are you playing Wall of Stone in there? And he was just like, get off my ass. <laughs> and uh, he was just, and after the game, he's like, hey, you want to go through this and tell me what things you would cut, what to put in? And I pull out all of the walls. There's like three, four <laughs> walls in there. I'm like, don't play walls in Commander. They're like, just don't do it. Do something aggressive. Do something cool. Tell our walls are awful. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, well, you know, I was thinking Wall of Stone gave me uh, devotion to my guy. And then um, I just needed something to be able to survive as I kind of uh attritioned everybody out he didn't say it like that but I, and i was like and like we had like a discussion on it for like five ten minutes and finally i was like oh walls are bad um and then i think the next day i was just like you know your, your points are very valid 
um, if you're just trying to survive into a later game. Larry was being a dick. Yeah. No, I definitely was. <laughs> and I and I fully admit it. I've started using more walls since that conversation. In, what? In Jeremy like, changed you. Yeah. I mean, if you meet Jeremy, it is a life-changing experience. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but that's, it's... Uh, it's something actually to kind of consider as walls with abilities that like, if you don't have a lot of early game like this deck, I probably should actually go through and add a little bit more. I think I focus probably too much on ramping into it. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to get it too early out. And sometimes that just makes you a target to whereas again, like a wall makes you not a target. They're yeah. not going to toss a little tutu at you cause it's pointless. Yeah. Uh, and it just kind of helps you along the way. And so it, it might be a way to go in this, and um, I'll have to figure that out. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, another thought could be is using... Because are, are there more cards... Aren't there more cards that, when you cast an instant, do one damage or whatever? Sure. So you could sure. base it around that. But then that, you're getting... That would be another Stacking deck. thing, yeah. Yeah. And so, like, I, I was looking... I cut a bunch of bounce because I was like, that's not really on the pinging Yeah, because your focus, your focus is the drawing and then pinging and killing. Yeah. yeah. And, so and that's... that's I get I what you're saying, saying at there. the beginning, like, pinging just isn't really that powerful. And the other thing is there's not a whole ton of, like, interesting ones that do it. There, I've, I'm pretty sure I have all the interesting ones. If I'm missing any and you're looking at tapped out right now, tell me. I would love to go and find Leave it. Leave a comment to us. Yeah. Shoot an email. Be like, Lowry, you're an idiot. Put these in. And Twatter us or YouTube us. Come on now. Leave a comment. That's, like, months ago now. I'm pretty sure nobody under... Oh, my goodness. That is funny. Uh, we'll get... And it's going to happen forever, you know, but... We'll get some email stuff, and it's like, oh, yeah, you guys should think about or this or that. And we're like, God, don't they listen to all our episodes? Because yeah. like, it's like, we talked about that before. <laughs> Why is you asking that? And it's like, oh, people, yeah. People are listening to the most current stuff because that's the like, – Are you saying that people don't want to go back and listen to Masters 25 spoiler <laughs> right, stuff? exactly. And go, yeah, I know all these fucking cards. <laughs> and, like, I'm not surprised hey, at you all. should spec on this card that has already spiked to this amount. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, thanks, Adam. Thanks for sharing that. If you're listening back, you have the patience of – uh, something was patience. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what has patience? A cat waiting for a mouse. There we go. Oh, <laughs> I just like laughed like a smoker. It's freaking crazy. Well, I was waiting. I, I, I was raised like, my oh, hand. <laughs> I was like, what am I gonna what say? Person <laughs> with patience. Oh, fuck. that was horrible. Horribly awesome. I'm crying right now. Ugh. All right. You know that's our freaking sounder for this episode, right? I mean, that's got to be. Like, I, I could see it happening. I was like, he can't think of something he's going to compare this to. And then it was the Other exact same be thing. Like, you guys are fucking idiots. That's not funny at all. But oh. the facial expression oh, uh, really what, helps. So We need I to mean. start uh, recording these here. <laughs> all right. So, um, yeah, this deck seems interesting. Uh We'll see. It might just be a do nothing and then be an asshole. Like uh, well, I just, I guess what's your way of winning is just having control of the board and then killing with your commander possibly or pinging them to death. Like it, it's pretty I, much in, all the above. In my mind, like that. Those that's my hope and wish. But really, what it's going to be is me pinging them. People getting pissed that I'm pinging <laughs> then, them, yeah. and then they just kill me early game. <laughs> like that's what I feel like is going to happen. It's like. Why'd you hit me for three? It's like, because that's how I... I'm not going to sit around with an 0-1 that can ping and not ping. (laughs) I mean, I guess I could do that and just be like, oh, ho-hum, but... So do you notice that it actually ramps once 
it's better once he's out then, right? You were saying sure, that. Sure, yeah. yeah. So, like, you just, you don't do anything until Niv-Mizzet's out. Or another six-drop creature. Like, um, like if you have Locust God or... <laughs> <laughs> of course that's the first place you go <laughs> it's okay that's, that's a good card to it go is, to i don't understand why it's a good card like and actually trawler or uh you know if you have uh inferno titan but these are all like higher drops and then like people go oh that's powerful and you're like well i'm gonna give it death touch and do all this shit and you're just gonna be like well he has nothing else so what do you well i was gonna pick up Oh, it's the Locust God. Yeah. It's from... Uh, Hour of Devastation. Okay, we won't have gone through it yet. I was trying to be like, wait, did we already talk about... Because I was going to say, that's going to be on our freaking list of... Of course uh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Number one with a bullet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is a really good card, and Lowry loves it. <laughs> loves him some Locust God. It's like... I want to do a comparison where it's exactly the same comparison again. <laughs> Can you find a, an algorithm of uh, what words we've said the most and i'm pretty sure locust Locus god, god is, is is up there near the top uh uh gaius cradle is also up there. yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> i think those are our top two cards <laughs> gaius cradle and locust god boop, boop. wanted to uh, they're right after the and then it's yep. those ones. it's the and then cradle and god <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. The, so The God Cradle. Let's do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So should we move into our next segment? Is that pretty much all for your... Yeah, let's do that. Your spotlight Everybody, guy? Nobody really cares. Like, <laughs> I just laughed my ass off, and I can't recover from that. I can't think of anything else. All right. Back on track, baby. So let's get into why we play Magic. Uh, what's your number? What's Because your... it's fun. My number one reason is so I can hang out with Lowry. Oh Jesus! <laughs> that was actually that was actually Cindy. She was like, "You should say because you get uh, to hang out with Lowry." I was like, "Oh my God, I'm going to use that." I should have I should have awed for you, but I fucking hate that. So that, that's so, all. Cindy's yeah, yeah. There. No. Um. Okay. So let's make that a realistic bullet for you. And just saying <laughs> the social aspect. Well, actually, that's the social is, aspect of that game. is part of it, uh, especially going towards edh and that i think that's why we've gravitated a lot towards not the only reason but for me at least with edh it's a lot different than when you're playing one-on-one modern yeah or whatever standard one-on-one because you're you're going like oh my gosh what are you doing what are you doing and in a game of commander you can have if it's if it's four people you can have two people talking and the other two giving a fuck yeah and then well like, in it, somebody's it turn and then it happens one, with yeah. me all the time you know i'm i try to plan my turn out ahead of time but shit happens before it gets to your turn sure. you also draw and so things change so my turn can take 10 minutes in the meantime everybody else is just chatting whatever mm-hmm. and that's where we like bond the most i guess yeah. i don't know like everybody's we're playing music and having drinks and chatting and everything and so that's kind of what's drawn me and that's specifically why edh why i like it yeah it's it's much more of a social uh aspect Mm -hmm. to magic but yeah like and i think that's probably definitely a big part of what's helped us stay right in magic like i honestly don't know if i would still be playing magic if edh didn't come along 60 card casual for how long yeah and it was kind of dying out and then commander just like revitalized everything yeah well we were we were playing and we talked about this in episode one but like it was really just like 
coming up with okay how are we making the next combo deck that goes off yeah, in three gonna, turns how are we gonna win in the next 10 to 15 and we'll, we'll say the idea to each other and be like oh yeah that's a good idea blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs> but it wasn't until you know you're like oh edh commander, this yeah. new commander thing is coming out it's like oh shit this is awesome and i i personally not everybody likes this but i love the three hour games i love that as long as one person is three, knocked three hours out is like yeah the maximum of i, I should I say i love the two hour games are my favorite you know one and a half hour two hour games mm-hmm. uh but where it's a battle where it's just like a swing from one to the other where you have sides yeah, the people, swinging games yeah, are super fun i totally agree. just cool to go after go and talk about it afterwards but think about that with board games and other games you play you don't i mean you have that but that social aspect of well and that's that's i mean probably not getting on why we play but uh, it I'll, I'll go with this. Okay, so I'm going to extrapolate to Magic is, in my opinion, the best tabletop game there is. Yeah. And every other game ends up like, oh, I like this game because it's like this way with Magic. Mm-hmm. But it's not Magic as a full part. They're just like taking a sliver of Magic and you're like, okay, this is how I can play it a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like a game that allows you to play all the other games but they're not as fun. Mm-hmm. And again, in my opinion, I'm sure there's other games out there that are freaking awesome. Super fun. There, like, yeah. I mean, there's different. We, we've talked about uh, Secret Hitler is a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and my classic fun, like favorite game that's not Magic is Cribbage. Cribbage is a good um, game. So, I but mean, again, that's not as different games. That's a one-on-one necess- most of the time. But uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But so uh, it just like the complexity of Magic. Mm-hmm. It's it's simple, but again complex, on on the sense that there are just so many cards. Exactly, that was actually one of my points. Was I put on is there's so many different decks and ideas and styles that you can build, and like even if you have the same decks going against each other doing whatever, whatever, you still have a completely different outcome every. Mm-hmm. Oh, the yeah, the, mainly. The decks and I'm, I'm basing to... this more on EDH when I'm talking yeah. like that. So well, we, I mean, we are the commanders. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I mean, like you know, when you do, go to modern and you're playing the same deck, a lot of times the combo is going to happen. You know, this combo is going to happen. For, and if it doesn't, it's going to be rare that right. you're going to win. But when you're playing four-person commander, the same decks, you can play the games over and over and over again, and each outcome, it's not going to happen the same. Well, and that, and that's one part of it, too, is like, you, I know a ton of cards off the top of my head. Yeah, you are the... the it's, it's, I know, it's like, rain what cards manish. do, but yeah, yeah, it totally is. But you, like, know the name, know the, the power, know the casting cost. I'm like, I just know that this there's a card out there that does this, and I want to find it. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so, go ahead. That's not that. a card name. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but I, like, playing in games, playing with different people... I still go, what the heck is going on? Like, yeah. I, I still find people find cards that I don't know and that they are able to have work really well in their deck. And I still like it's that discovery part of how how many freaking cards there are. And you're yeah. like, I can only remember so many of the cards. And then they still are able to go, no, 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 this one's like 10 years old. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no, it's, shit, it's crazy awesome. when you're just like, Oh, I've never seen this card. Yeah. Like even when we're going through these specs sometimes and you're like, "All right, this is my spec for this week and this is this and that." And I'm yeah. like, "I've never seen this card. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to go and buy this bad boy." But yeah, I mean, 
and that's kind of the other part of it for me. And it's that's the, actually my my number one bullet. Actually, it's underneath my number one hanging thing. Out with hanging me. with Lowry. Yeah. Is the collecting part. I love that part. Like getting mm-hmm. the collection. And it's not necessarily I'm not going for sets per se. It is going for like cards that you like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sp- expensive cards, art. Some cards are like the art of it but more of the rarity yeah. and everything like that like yeah. like uh, and i enjoy you know certain artists like john avon and mm-hmm. like a lot of people like these guys you know john avon rebecca gay um teresa nielsen like they they have some fantastic See, there you go with your like, names again you just know them all <laughs> just artists just and they're the most famous ones so they're the easiest ones to name off um i have some uh friends that are artists and they're like oh i love x artist that mm-hmm. did like crush of the blood braid and i'm like Oh, I guess I didn't really realize it, but yeah, that's definitely a different style. That's kind of like sharp and mm-hmm. kind of cool contrasting colors within there. And you're like, um, so yeah, that, but the collection aspect of it is part of it as well. Like in going, I'm going to jump off that. I'm really glad you made a list. Cause mine was going to be a rambling mess. <laughs> so, but like for the longest time, I was so much more into like collecting baseball and football mm-hmm. cards. Like I loved Ken Griffey jr. And Emmett Smith and Barry Sanders and, Kirby Puckett, obviously from Kirby. Minnesota, and so it was just like once I, I, I you slowly, got the card, you didn't do anything with it necessarily. Yeah, yeah, you just kind of stared at it, and you're like, yeah. At the time, I didn't really care the price, although I was just like, oh, this card's worth twenty dollars. There wasn't any like, it was just kind of like, yeah, because I wanted it. But other than that, it's meh. Yeah. So whereas Magic, and where we get into the specking part, it's like, it's not just. <laughs> Lowry's stomach went crazy there. Holding it a fart. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. your face on that. I was like, whoa, that could have been bad. That's dangerous right there. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're going to get two laughs this episode where I, we're going to lose my shit. <laughs> That's what I almost did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Oops, I crapped my pants. <laughs> That's a great bit. Yeah. Um, but like with this being part of the game, that's also part of w- what drives the market is, you know, the little bit of scarcity there. But mm-hmm. like, it's not just like a pretty card that you're like, oh, I really wanted that. It's also a card that you wanted to play with. The one card I will say that like from back, you know, not back in the day, but a card that stands out for me for beauty wise was I always loved Grover the Burn Willows. Oh yeah, I that remember. Art. Yeah, I love. I still to this day. I want. I try the, to the find future a, side art. Yeah, yeah, the future side. I try to find willows like that to take a picture, like photography mm-hmm. wise, because I want to have like a photo, a, a photograph of, of that. Willows. Yeah, it was that. I love that. That's just one card that stands out. But this kind of goes back from when I was talking originally with the foreshadowing of this, how things have changed for me is once, and I've said it multiple times in episodes is once we started doing this proxy rule. Mm -hmm. So now there's a thing of like, I just need to get the one copy and now I can use that tool, that card and for all my decks. If I, if you so chose and all that stuff, right. It allowed, it didn't like, certain staples enable you to be able to do other things yeah but you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. now it's like okay scroll rack for example now i have that tool that can make x decks that i've made already that much better which they need to go back 
I convinced you to get scroll rack. Now I will now be able you to get a proxy. Because now be I will co-design my... the scroll rack art. And See then how that we works? Can actually, yeah. I, I'm just going to harp on good cards that I want you to get proxy, <laughs> like to go get and make proxies, and then I can get the proxy You're of it. You're smart there. Thank Adam, you, is, you should have, have this in every deck. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I, I don't make the proxies until I actually have them. So then yeah. uh, I, Larry gives me a list. I'm like, well, I don't have that because I, I don't own that one yet. I don't own that one yet. So what I really should do is take your list and go, all right, I should go buy this card, go buy this card. Or that's what your list should be is just a buy this, Adam, and then make a proxy of it. But uh, that really has changed the way I've collected because before it was I was just getting, you know, as many, not as many copies, but I mean, I had five Sensei Divining Tops and, you know, they're in all my decks. So I never mm-hmm. like looked at them unless I was playing the deck. Well, now I just have the one. I have my one sensei's top. It's in my binder. I see it all the time because when I go to build decks, I open that binder up and I'm that's the cards that I'm going through so, first. So right now, like going through basically the list of... Um, so we like the collection, the aesthetic part of mm-hmm. the game. Like they do a really good job of that. Uh, we talked about the social part of why we enjoy the game. Um, was there another one that we even talked about? Uh, we we said building decks was how i had one of my categories so like the different styles and everything that the the variety that you can variety yeah okay um and i was uh, yeah along with those lines like i almost look at it like it's a fun puzzle Mm -hmm. that doesn't have any like absolute correct pieces Mm -hmm. um and it it can always change but it's still a puzzle that you want to put together that that just triggers that's totally what it is uh that's, I think, one of the coolest things when building a deck. Mm-hmm. Like, you have that idea, the basic idea of this commander does that. But, like I've said before, when I build decks, I like to have multiple things work going on to, to be able to win the game. The, my favorite part is when I can connect multiple, when that connection happens with the multiple mm-hmm. things and they're, they're really good that work together. That I freaking love that feeling. And so it's like, and that's hitting like the creativity part yeah. of a life like you want you want to live a life that hits a lot of different things that you have variety in your life and i think part of like maybe like i'm probably hitting the the nail too early here but it's like it just hits so many different aspects mm-hmm. of life life so <laughs> so what you're saying uh, in general is my, yeah, okay that's that's exactly what i was gonna say so you're saying magic is life <laughs> well story we can end if you want but i, I have others <laughs> Well, the last thing I had on there was I enjoy the specking part. I really do like, and we've been doing that before we actually were specking. Yeah. Like before we actually started investing money into certain cards, we would say, I think this card's really good. It's probably going to go up, you know, like Mm -hmm. um, what's the amulet of vigor. Remember I bought a ton of those because I was like, I really love this card. And it it took freaking five, six years before it triggered. But that's because you had it in your landfall deck that shocks would scape shift with. uh, So things that would come into tapped, but then they wouldn't because of that. And you double trigger things. And yeah, it. So it was really cool. Yeah, so I bought a whole bunch, but that's that was before we were actually specking. I mean, we were, but we weren't. We I don't Not think we what knew we, we were specking. Yeah, um, and so it's kind of hitting that part. Like I would even say that it hits like um, us Smiths. Our our family is really we're competitive, mm-hmm. and like I'll, I'll give an example for me. I was I played football from like fourth grade through college. You know, we've played. 
uh, racquetball together as a family. Like mm. I've baseball, wrestling, all growing up. Like I've always been competitive, and now that it, you're getting older, you get it through like volleyball and mm. soccer. But I don't really have those activities anymore. And so um, as those kind of have dropped off, this allows me to still uh, have keep what you've it, grown compete. up doing. Yeah, yeah, and, and and it's not necessarily like. I don't want to be like, ah, I lost. It's just like the competition mm-hmm. part. Um, and I, I really enjoy that because and that's probably part of the interaction, the social thing that's going on. But it allows me to uh, pit my deck against other people's. Mm-hmm. And then um, you just got to, you know, obviously I'm, I'm older at this point. You want to keep it in check. You don't want to be like, well, my deck lost. Yeah. But... Um, <laughs> being able to be like oh you know what the deck worked really well i really enjoyed it here have it's some not gonna work there secondary the, goals yeah it's part of the the puzzle that you're working with as well because a lot of times you're gonna build a deck and there's just gonna be a deck that you're not gonna be able to hand like that yeah. deck can't handle that and, deck. and, and, and it doesn't mean we, your deck brought bad. it up before but like uh you have a really it it's a, a solid rashmi the eternities deck mm. but it cannot beat my brea deck Mm-mm. brea is basically the only deck like it. otherwise i've handled manhandled a lot of decks yeah. uh, multiple people at once but brea i can't i can't because the the direct damage to the minus four minus four yeah, on it yeah it just stops it i can't deal with it i think and so i don't even think i beat it once i don't think i don't think you've even competed <clears throat> against it i once mean i beat I think... it i mean that happens on a daily basis but mm. <laughs> mm. that was a masturbation joke if you missed that <laughs> you didn't have to visually see his hand <laughs> yeah, <move>. pointing down <laughs> lowry i'm doing a masturbation joke here do you, do you get laugh it? <laughs> 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 Oh, um, this episode. <laughs> this one specifically. This one. Yeah, not all the others, but this, <laughs> this one. This one. Can I use like bits from this and put it in different <laughs> episodes from like the the sounders and everything? This, uh, <clears throat> basically, if we have a best of, we're going to have half of it this, this episode. episode. Is that what you're saying? All right. And it's just you gonna are be, lucky. It's this just is... going to be laughing the entire time. <laughs> oh man, I I didn't. I've never laughed that hard in any of our episodes so far. Where you made me smoker laugh. <laughs> that's and I'm not a smoker, <laughs> but. I smokered laugh there. That was pretty brutal. Oh, okay. I feel like in one of our first three that we had to delete, I had one that was really good. Yeah, you might too. be right there. But it's lost to the... It's lost. I remember it. I'm not going to tell it. Maybe <laughs> I, I redo the joke or something. It was really fucking funny. So, uh, I mean, yeah. To toot my horn. Magic in general, there's a lot of aspects of it's, why... Yeah, it, it's hitting so many things. Uh, like, you know, like, okay, so I'll reiterate going over. So creativity... Um, aesthetically, competitively, socially. Is there anything that we missed? Money. We even monetary. Um, you know, if you're into you the, did ob- the collection stuff, collection. Uh, it's it's just hitting so many different notes of really awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, you know, I I think they still do a good job. We do a really good job of complaining about what they're doing, <laughs> but like. We're still here, like mm-hmm. going. Yeah, this well, is kind of fun. This is great. Yeah, it's not turn. It's and they keep coming with new tools, different deck. Yeah. I, you know, I, mean, I keep thinking, I'm like, oh, when am I going to be done building when decks? Are you but run out of yeah, ideas? but they just yeah. they, more and more keep coming, and so it's. And one of the things, uh, so my friend Nick, we we talk about it. He's like, how do you explain the complexity of magic to people? And this is probably aside from why we play, but 
um, how he explains it to people that are kind of new to it is uh, magic is a game with a really wide, solid base. You have these really good rules that create good gameplay. And then every set on that builds on top of it, but it bends those rules just slightly. Mm -hmm. And then they actually tell you the rules text. So as long as you have that base, you're able to basically read every card and go, okay, this is what that happens. Now there's confusion when you don't know all the specific rules, but once you have those base rules down, you can basically play any card. So it's a good example of it's... Uh, complex Dominion. Dominion is that way. You have your first Dominion box. If people play Dominion's like a dumbed down magic. And <laughs> the best part is my wife loves that. And then we keep buying the expansions and it mm-hmm. keeps getting. And as we're playing, I'm like, this is fucking magic right here. <laughs> and I think after like we got the fourth expansion, she was like, this seems a lot like magic. I was like, yep, it does. And you love it. And <laughs> so you'll love magic. She's like, no. No, <laughs> not I playing magic. That. I will not play with those shiny monsters. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I that th- when you were describing that, what you and Nick with discussed, the, yeah. it, it that's reminds me because Dominion starts with your base, your base Dominion box, and then you just have each set it. twists it the rules a little bit more and more, and just tweaks with things a little bit. And magic, when you're trying to teach somebody in the beginning, you just have to do the basics, like. Yeah, There's very, so many freaking... You, you've always done a good job of having one to two really basic decks yeah. where somebody's like, hey, I want to play, but I'm not really into it. And I you're make like, sure that take we take this. Yeah, I save one. I still make them good and competitive, it just to make it so that there isn't like, Easy all right, you need to find this tool to do this and then this, and then when those all come together, you win the game. It's mm-hmm. more of mm-hmm. like play creatures, attack, block, whatever. You don't yeah. have to do anything to tricky yeah pretty much exactly so yeah i mean that was just a general discussion i don't think we had any um goal no it was just a kind of say why we like magic and thanks for sticking through that you can leave some comments uh what what uh, what keeps you around yeah because i i I do see a ton of people like if you go through the you know the hive mind and they're like i can't believe they're doing this i quit yeah like it, it happens almost every set and you're like Really? Yeah. <laughs> like it's calm down. Yeah. Like I understand. Calm your tease. But it's uh it's an always changing game and that's that's the other part. Like there's no way that, you know, they they tried to make cards not as good or interesting when they were in like homelands, fallen empires. Yeah. And that's what almost killed the game. And so if you're making interesting cards that are kind of pushed that's what gets you like the juice is flowing making bad sets is the yeah that's not you'll good. end <laughs> magic would end so but that was the funny thing when we were getting back into it, we were like god these freaking cards are good like yeah sarah angel used to be the bee's knees pretty decent at that point but, but. now it's like it, it's just crazy the the ramp of that of everything of how good everything yeah. got well, creature creep power creep is gonna yeah. happen in just about anything yeah um, it's inflation. It's natural. Inflation magic. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> All right. Well, we are getting are we long, long? long in time, but what we we're almost at an hour, and we got a few cards to talk about here. Oh man. All right. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so we're jumping right into Aether Revolt. Right. Yes, we're on our second 
bit of rotation. <laughs> uh, last week we did Kaladesh. <laughs> Good job. And right now keep we're going to be order. doing Aether Revolt. Uh, so this is the top 15 cards you should uh, keep an eye on slash spec at. And we'll kind of give you an idea of like where you kind of need to jump in at them because some of these are going to be still expensive. True. Es- yep. Especially the first two. So like Paradox Engine... I'm we're more saying go for the non-foils. Um, that's an 11,000 EDH decks. Now, th- the interesting thing about this card is Larry and I purposely did not go in on this card earlier because we thought this was an automatic ban. Like, yeah, I think I this thought, card's crazy. I thought it was going to be ma- banned Commander, like, immediately, and for some reason it isn't. Uh, and I think a lot of other people were thinking the same thing, and I feel like that's why it didn't go up, really. It's, yeah. Because it's becoming in more and more... I mean, it's in 11,000 EDH decks, which is crazy. Uh, but I'm more saying to wait until after it gets under 10 bucks. Under $10. I'm not sure if it's ever I don't know. Below. That's what I'm right saying. Because right now, it's like... Uh, you're saying 16. right around $16, $17. And it's been on the rise. Yeah. And this is one of those... Uh, it's an EDH staple. Well, it's but the only good. reason I'm saying the $10 is because I still feel like they could ban this card. Sure. Don't you? Yeah, I, don't I mean, want, I that's don't want why I'm going deep on this card. But if for but a copy it of it, it has a ton of potential. Yeah, it's crazy when you get this out in most decks. I you're... feel like every time they don't ban it, it jumps up two bucks. Yeah, I think you're totally I, right. I don't know if rotation is going to affect this card at all because I, I just. I feel like with the top two cards, that, I, uh, I think the okay. So I'm probably fine on Paradox Engine there. Number two, Walking Ballista. This card is a multi-format uh, all-star. It, they play it in vintage, legacy, modern, and it was a standard all over the place. Uh, this card's sitting around $13, $14. It got all the way up to $20 for a little bit when it was super hot. Um, this card is really good. Yeah. Um, I think this one, as your notes say, wait until under 10 I think this has a much more realistic Than Paradox. Dip in it. Um, because it was really largely used in standard, mm-hmm. um, so I think we can get it for under ten. But I do think once it hits, in my mind, eight dollars, buy get some, yeah, get some, yeah. Who the fuck says that? Why? Me get us. some? Is that? Oh, <laughs> I apologize for that. One. Yeah, no, get, get some. I, I plan on making sure that I at least have a playset of this card yeah. when it drops down below. I just $10. need to pick up two more. I picked up my first two at under ten. Uh, and then it spiked up, and then it's dropped down again. So, yeah, I'm going to kind of wait until it drops to 10, and I'll pick up two more. Yeah. Uh, next one on the list is Heroic Intervention. We've talked about this card multiple times. It's in 8,800 EDH decks. Uh, this, I would say, you could probably wait for the foils to drop under 5 bucks. Right now, we're sitting at about 560. It's kind of on the decline. So For regular. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, for regular. Sorry. F- it's almost 10 bucks. Uh, just under foil. 10 bucks. I think it could drop down to five, but it's used in so much EDH right now. So that's another tough one for the regular ones or non-foil. You could probably, they'll probably drop down to under two, but that if they drop under two, pick up a bunch yeah. of these. Cause these are going to be used. So, and I, I think these, these first couple that are used in a ton of decks, what you want to do, like the, the general rule is like, I, I've, I've said it. I like to start trying to pick up cards after about six weeks after rotation, mm-hmm. Um, or after cards come out or and stuff like that. That's general when I want to three months. Anything after three months, don't expect it to keep going down. Mm-hmm. If it's, you know, this widely used. Like Tireless Tracker took like three and a half months and it was like two, three bucks. 
Now it's over 10 or yeah. right around 10. And that car jumped really quick after the three month mark. Yeah. So if, and I, for me, I'm a trader. Um, a trader? <laughs> so I, I like to trade though. Um, and so I know after about six weeks, cards have dipped. They're probably not at their lowest, but I, I go after cards believing that they're worth that at that point, mm-hmm. even if they go up or down after that, um, because trading just takes so much more work. Yeah, Heroic Intervention is a great card. I've already used it in two of my decks. Yeah, I have it in almost any of the, my green decks that I'm trying I, to... I'm just talking about for Spotlight. On oh, this. yeah, I guess. That's a good point. So, uh, Next one, Disallow. Number four, Disallow. Uh, counterspell. It's in 12,000 EDH decks, so apparently people like Counterspells... But this one's a little bit, it's a little more unique because you can counter an activated or triggered ability. Yeah, and that's pretty important too. Um, It's two blue, colorless. This, this, I think this is probably, probably one of my favorite counter spells, I would say. Yeah, it has such a big utility with it. Yeah, because it doesn't just have to be the spell. You can... Uh, I counter. won't play with it, but <laughs> I might play it if you know if somebody if somebody is playing Annihilator in your deck, you can actually counter the Annihilator trigger. Mm-hmm. Um, you gets you know counters fetch land stuff. Uh, it's it's a really solid card and all it, around. We had this one waiting for you think that's right about five bucks for under foil or for foil, and then two bucks for non foil. It's so about four fifty um, right now. 450 uh yeah i can i would probably start looking at it seriously once it hits below three 253 for non-foil for non-foil yeah yeah and i think if you can get them for five bucks at foil i think you're doing all right yeah uh next one is mechanized production Uh, i recently talked about that in one of my commander spotlight decks this is uh, another alternate way to win the game this is the one where you enchant an artifact you control if you control eight or more of the same artifact you win the game so but this one it's in not a ton of decks 2400 edh decks but you could probably wait for the foils for under four bucks on this and then same thing non-foils yeah too. i think you're gonna get a lot of this dumped on yeah. the market like, this one's gonna drop yeah i don't i don't think it was used a whole ton in standard but it's not used a whole ton i think it was more off of potential and once it rotates i think you're gonna it's not going to necessarily be bulk, but no. it'll it'll go under two dollars. Yeah, the foils are going to be a little higher, I think. Yeah. But your your non foils might even get lower than yeah. than two on those. I'm actually, thinking about going back to disallow. Sorry, um, you just love that card. No, I, I think it, it was highly used in standard, and so that brings the price up. I think rotation will drop it quite mm-hmm. a bit. So I think you're right on that. The next one, number uh, six. Number six, uh, Planar Bridge. Uh, this one is made, uh, used in 4,600 EDH decks. Uh, we're kind of talking about <clears throat> waiting for the foils to drop under $5 and then the non-foils uh, Two again. start getting that under a dollar. Oh, under a dollar. Yeah. Um, so Planar Bridge... I, I've tried to use it. It's pretty heavy, but it's pretty powerful. I mean, for EDH for late game could be yeah, ridiculous because you're getting any freaking permanent. And it goes with Paradox Engines. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> That's, sweet. It's my Rashmi deck, both those <laughs> cards. Yeah. It's the only deck I have it with both of them in there. And so uh, this this card, I can see it being pretty cheap, uh, non-foil. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can see the foil staying higher, though. So Yeah, what do we got for foils right <laughs> now? They might be at 10, I believe. Oh, no, they're... Around six. six. Yeah, that's better than I. I mean, if that hits five bucks, I'd I'd easily start picking it up. Yeah, because that's that's. I mean, it's 
it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, next one is Metallic Mimic, and that's fifty three hundred EH decks. But this this one's one you're gonna use in every freaking tribal. Yeah. This goes in. Yeah. It's, it's just that easy. Every tr- simple like even in dragon decks, it makes your dragons bigger, but it's also an early dragon right. that can two. trigger stuff. two drop for that. Yeah. Uh, Foils Franco are a little crazy, higher, right? so you're gonna have. If, if it drops down, but uh, under seven, and then your regular non-foil when it gets under four is kind of when you want to pick this up. That's that's about what I would say too. Yeah, because your foils are at ten right now, so I just and you mentioned this one. This one jumped on our list too. Is that it? Just it is. It's a tribal card. It's going in every tribal. I haven't put it in any of my tribal stuff because. I don't know. Should. I know I should, because it is. It's a really good unless you're playing elves, which are the only cheaper freaking tribal. Even but even still, elves it would work because it's up, plus. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like those are the only ones that are probably one drops or. <laughs> yep. Um. But yeah. So then number eight, I really like this card. Were of invention. This is in 57 EDH or 5700 EDH decks. Uh, we are suggesting to wait for foils to go under $7 and then non-foils under $2. Yeah, and at one point this was... This was bulk for a really yeah, long time. Yeah, it was under a dollar. for. I, a, I can a, see this going back to bulk if For the regulars? For, for that for that three-month period. And just, yeah. yeah, not foil, but the... the um, I, I shouldn't say the regular. problem, but it's it started getting used in Modern and Legacy is why yeah. it started jumping... And I think when I think we've talked about it before, yeah, but this is the artifact uh, call of the conclave. Fuck. No, um, court of calling. Court of calling. Thank yeah. you. Yep. Uh, and so this this card's quite good. Um, I use like I I have a couple of modern decks, and this is in my Thopter Foundry deck. Yeah. Like you just go and find stuff fantastic. It, it, it really could go in any of your blue decks this, potentially because you yeah. just go search for your soul ring anything, or whatever, you know? Anything like, uh, artifact heavy mm-hmm. for commander, mm-hmm. it can easily go in uh, because putting it directly into play is super powerful. Uh, next one, number nine, Rishkar, Rishkar's Expertise. This is an 11,000 EDH deck. So people are using this, and actually it kind of had a little tick up uh, a little bit back there. Uh, but we're waiting for foils to get over five, or under five, and non-foil. This could be bulk considered for your non-foils. But what this does is it's a good draw engine. You're drawing cards. If you're playing a green deck and you have big green creatures or creatures in general, you draw cards equal to the power, the greatest power among creatures you control. Then you may cast a card with convert a mana cost five or less from your hand without paying its mana cost. Yeah, like so I, I have double I, I use this card in uh, my Ramos Dragon Engine deck. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, this in is in specifically. I would say try to get the foils in this because that's going to see the harder spike. Yep. Then totally agree. And that, when we say that with all this, it's you, you kind of know that already, but. Some of these will spike a little bit more, but I think this one in particular will spike we'll more. Will go foils. I yeah. think the regular won't go up nearly as right. much. So, yeah, more focus. And I think actually these last one, two, well, besides Baral, three, four, five, the non-foils you're going to be able to get for under a buck, but focus on the foils on these. So, yeah. anyways, let's go uh, to the next one. Number 10, Scrap Trawler. Uh, this one right now is currently in uh, right around 3,700 EDH decks. Uh, we're saying wait for the foils to go under two. Uh, this d- was the buy a box promo as well. Right. I think we had this as a Smith spec a little right. bit ago. Yep. Um, 
and then we're talking about under a, a uh, under a dollar for if you wanted to get the regular. But uh, really, folk like I said before, focus, focus on the foils. Focus on the foils for this one. Again, this is a really solid card in any artifact deck. It's really good utility. Um, it makes a ton of sense to definitely go for it. Uh, and then number eleven, Yeheni Undying Partisan, six thousand EDH decks. This one wait for foils under three. Again, bulk rare or bulk non foil. Yeah. Uh, but this is. This is uh, an awesome free sack outlet. Free sack outlet is pretty sweet. I should have actually probably put this in my Crav and Regna deck. Um, oh, just yeah. Just as sacking, an extra yeah. sack outlet there. But, I mean, it has haste. It gets 1-1 one, one counters, and you make it indestructible by sacking yep. creatures. So it, there's a lot to this to this creature, or this card, I should say. And, and he's being, a vampire. And as being a legend as well, right. that foil might not move nearly as much as we're thinking. Well, but... it's pretty cheap right now. I think it was around five. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's at three. Oh, 350. Yeah. So I, I think I picked mine up at four or five. Yeah. So because I, mean, I had it as my commander for a little bit. Yeah. Um, and what do, what do we have? It? We had wait for it under three. So it's pretty much there. It's pretty now. much there. I, I, mean, I think this is something that can recover. I, I really like this one. Yeah. Uh, and then next uh, is one that got banned in one on one commander. Brawl <laughs> was banned in Brawl. So yeah. number 12, Brawl, Chief of Compliance. This is in 6,000 EDH decks because you're all dickheads. Uh, <laughs> uh, wait for the foils to go under $7, uh, non foil under $4. It's just a really good card in general yeah. to. Lowering the spells. Actually, I should probably have this in my Niv Mizzet. Yeah, deck. you should. <laughs> um, thinking about it currently because uh, that drops all my draw spells quite a bit. Uh, now, Brawl uh, is the one that I'm not saying. We're not saying that this is a, a bulk one because the regular is waiting until under four because yeah. this this is actually a really good card to be used in a lot of decks. And this actually sees some play in modern storm decks mm-hmm. uh, because for lowering. Uh, so it's. Uh, this is a used card, and people like control. And so, just saying, "Hey, would you like to loot if you counter somebody's spell?" And you're like, "Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'd love to get card selection out of being a dickhead." <laughs> I so. won't be playing with this card. <laughs> uh, next one is Exquisite Archangel. Is Archangel. Or oh, wait, we're doing a list. You got to say the number. Oh, sorry. At the beginning. Number thirteen. Thank you. <laughs> Exquisite That's an Ar- Archangel. Voice. Uh, not a lot of EDH decks. It's only twelve hundred, but I, I think you can wait for the foils to drop under three bucks on this. It's an interesting card because it reminds me of uh, Platinum Angel in a way. Because uh-huh. if you're about to lose the game, instead you exile it and your life total goes up to forty. Goes back to forty. So yeah. it's it's a seven drop angel, but for a mythic card, for a mythic to get under what did I say there, three bucks. Um, I would say pick up a couple of those. Yeah, and again, this this will end up being a, a bulk mythic. Yeah, so for you non foil for under a dollar, like very like like now. now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So if you if you want one, get one. Right. Thing. All right, and then uh, number fourteen, Spire of Industry. Uh, is sitting around 3,500 EDH decks because that's how many artifact decks are out there. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much it. Well, it, get, I mean, you, you a lot of decks have artifacts. This, I think this card's really freaking good. Yeah. So the foils right now are currently over $10 because yeah. our advice is wait for the foils to get under $10. Yeah, the foils are 13 So um, I'd probably wait a little bit longer. I think a little um, bit more? In, in my mind, we could probably get it under 8 But this is going to be going in uh, modern... Uh, 
It's basically decks. a better uh, kind of city of brass in a way because you get the option of choosing colorless sure. and the chances that you're right. using artifacts, your mono rocks and stuff like that makes it so that you can use any color. Yeah. So you just need one artifact and then you can use any color. So uh, and then this is going to be the land. It's buy under a dollar for this will be this will be decently cheap for a little bit. I can see it recovering uh, because of modern, mm-hmm. but this I, I'm going to go pick up a couple because I have I don't have one currently, but I have a couple artifact decks. So I think modifying that down to what'd you say eight or seven bucks? Yeah, yeah, to foil. That's probably good. So I can I can see it dropping, but again I can see it I can see this card recovering after three months. Uh, number fifteen is actually it's not this isn't indicative to the order that we have everything in. This is one of my favorites. I've it's been a Smith spec. Uh, but it's Life Crafters Bestiality. Be- remember we did the bestiality? No, we didn't. We did <laughs> you not remember that, that time when we did, did that? <laughs> that is, no, I was not there. I left early, just like the spanking part last. Yeah, a couple three, episodes ago? That was, uh, like, that was a month ago yeah. at this point. That's what I meant, if you remember, because it was ridiculous. But uh, this is a 9,000 EDH deck, so it's already used a crap ton. Uh, it's just awesome in any green deck, because you're scrying every mm-hmm. turn and then oh, you're playing creatures and you're drawing cards by tapping one yeah i'd say wait for foils under five we're already under a buck for your non-foils your foils you can get for about five almost five bucks i would say this isn't going to drop too much for non-foils i don't know yeah non-foils i i can it uh, spiked up to 12 a bit a while back and then it's kind of came back down so i'm hoping that it gets under five i I can see it still going down um in my mind i can see it getting somewhere in between three and four dollars i see if it gets there i already have a bunch but i want more this one like not non-foil it's already under dollar um i can see this card oh non-foil sitting around three mm-hmm. in between two and three easy the non-foils yeah, yeah. so yeah uh, if you're picking those up again, for like 50 cents in the future i'm talking a year or two from yeah now, yeah long term no i, I agree it, on it that. will continually this is one of those like ones that'll just continue keep going go up. up unless they reprint it in a set and or something a, a and that's why I really, <laughs> that's what i'm saying really focus on the foils on these because th- that's your biggest potential for spiking i mean it's already spiked once uh yeah. at 12 yeah. bucks it had nothing to do with standard I wouldn't think. Not that I know of. Yeah, so uh, I just think people are realizing it's a freaking good... I mean, 9,000 EDH decks That's is a lot. That's quite a bit already. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, that does it for our top 15 cards. Now we get into... What do we want to call them? We're going to just... I, basically, it's rattle off bulk. Yeah. It's it's cards that I think, uh, or we think, are are decent. They're not... But Larry's going to read them all. So I'm just going to go bum, 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 It's more of like... So how are you just talking about those being like 50 cents and the bums? These are all cards that can go in... Like, you can buy a ton of them, and it's not going to cost you a lot, and they'll go in a lot of your decks. So go pick up 10, 20 of them. They're not necessarily going to go make you rich by going up... But it'll diversify your collection. Right. And they're and a lot very of these, usable. You can get foil for under a dollar, yeah. you know, some of these. All right. Uh, rattle them off. Rattle, rattle. I was going to go there. Nope. Thunder, boom, line. boom, boom. <laughs> Don't worry. Call the car X, man. Uh, we just got paid for that. <laughs> uh, okay. So there is. It's our new sponsor. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Consulate Crackdown, uh, Hidden Stockpile, SRAM, uh, Senior Edificer, Herald of Anguish, or Anguish uh, Heart of Kieran, 
Feldar Guardian, Rishkar, Pima Renegade, Hope of Garpur, Baral's Expertise, uh, Pia's Revolution, Winding Constrictor, Tezzeret the Schemer. It sounds like you're reading graduation names. <laughs> <laughs> no, hold your applause until the end. All right. Those are some great bulk buys. Maybe that could be the name of it. Bulk buys? Bulk buys. Hey, you just came up with the name. Yeah. High fives. That was a weak high five. Yeah, well, I was fully there. extended, and then you're like, left me hanging, and you're like, tap. Tap, 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 taparoo. All right, well, so that does it with our, our list. I mean, there's some pretty good cards in this to pick up, and I'm I'm hoping that our target, targets for these, the foils I specifically, specifically am going for, um, if they hit those, I'm picking up a crap ton yeah, of no, these. There, there's a lot of good commander cards it's just uh keep an eye out on it it's a bigger list than i think a lot of people i think there's also like commons and uncommons that generally i'll go through and I'll, I'll keep but i kind of didn't do that because i know adam would like probably make an even longer joke <laughs> about the graduation yeah. it's all I, just, I wanted to interrupt you i was like no let's just get through it just like a graduation <laughs> <laughs> I, I like using an, exa- an example. I should probably do this in the last episode, but I'm going to do it here because I'm remembering it. Um, so one way that Adam kind of deals with having extra oh. cards is I don't know if you'll do it now, but you used to just sell off like a 200 card box. Nope, like, don't do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. but and that's so, what I used to do is take the common, throw some and, rares in there, and throw you know yeah. commons on commons, a couple rares, sell it for 20 bucks, and then you don't have a ton of. Um, cards that are taken up storage and stuff like that um but i know like we bought like zendikar together and i know that you got rid of a bunch of like uh spell pierces Mm. uh i ended up selling those well like i know you had gotten rid of them because they weren't worth anything for about Mm. two years and then i think i was like hey you should get these and you're like okay then you started picking them up mm-hmm. but like i had like 20 spell pierces sitting around when they're two three bucks mm-hmm. um and so that's that's something that i kind of look at and i go what are the really good commons and uncommons because they can get up to two three dollars and i just hold on to them and if you go to your store and you're like hey i'm gonna i'm gonna give you all this bulk make sure that it's legit bulk and just give them garbage yeah because they're giving you pennies on the quarters so it's uh or you use a well or puka or, used to be you know, good but card sphere is a a good well yeah good you can't really get rid, of, get rid of your like cheap bulk because you're way. getting rid of uh yeah. pennies <laughs> for yeah. your cards but so it's uh but you know uh i think david sent us an email a couple weeks ago or last week I use card sphere pretty regularly. I really like it. Yeah. Um, but that's my way that I would be getting rid of spell pierces if they're worth anything anymore. And I'd so. be selling them for ofs on eBay. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's that is something. Again, always different things to do. Yeah. Well, yeah, and this. Well, we've already kind of talked about that stuff. I was about to repeat what we talked about on episode thirty. Repeater? What was three? What are we talking about on thirty? <laughs> I don't know. That was so long I don't ago. know what uh, happened on uh, episode thirty-three because we don't know because it hasn't happened know. yet. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we do. It was an amazing episode. <laughs> yeah, as well. it was. We I think so we laughed uh, and cried a lot in that episode. That too. was uh, he- that was a heaving cry <laughs> that you had when you stubbed your toe. Oh crap! Now I got to do that. <laughs> and then I farted in your face. You remember that too? When you were stubbing your toe <laughs> yeah. and you cried, it was like, 
That sounded more like singing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Commandersmiths. Uh, you can email us at Commandersmiths at gmail.com. And YouTube us. Follow, subscribe, share on YouTube. Or don't, because I haven't. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that should do it for this week. We will continue our rotating... <laughs> I hope I hope the mic. <laughs> <laughs> if Nothing you heard that, that was Lowry's stomach. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go poop. <laughs> uh, all right, but yeah, we'll we'll continue our rotating specs and rotating. What do we call it? Uh, we don't actually have a name. You name the the bulk. Oh, bulk buys. Bulk buys. Yeah, I like it's it. It's like Best Buy, but bulk buy. I like it, bulk buy. Well, I'm sure Best Buy doesn't, because they are shit. <laughs> yeah, Minnesota company, woo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, they survive longer than Circuit City. I'm a survivor. <laughs> Varchild leaves survivors. Oh, Varchild, yeah, betrayer of Keldor. That was what the opening song was about. Mm. If you didn't notice, or I was just that card. I, I actually wasn't listening because I was like. It ruined it. That's <laughs> cheater. You shouldn't be looking at my notes. <laughs> Don't put it up to my face like this when you were eating. <laughs> All right, uh, that should do it for this week. What were you about to say? Something else? Fuck you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs>